0: You've tuned in to a four-headed sausage production. Don't touch that dial. Stay tuned in because your favorite program is coming up next. Hello, my friend. My friends from all over. Welcome. Welcome to number one podcast in Places where podcasts are not rated, if podcast was not rated, how can he be number one? Because he's not number one, because he's not rated. Anyway, come on in, sit down, pull up a chair, have a coffee, some cafe, and we're going to talk about stuff in your mind. Hello, and welcome back to another week, another exciting week, Christmas draws ever closer, And it's all getting, it all gets pretty crazy around this time of year, doesn't it? There's just, it's always nonstop. Go, go, go for everybody. Whether you're in your hospitality, retail, uh, (laughs) counting. It's all, it's always just such a crazy time of the year. It just never, it never stops. Oh, (laughs) how, hi, how are you? You good? Good. I'm happy to hear. I'm going to cut you off because we're not going to do a long one because like along me talking to you you know because you know we got we got a lot to talk about christmas is here and you know i want to get i want to get your ideas on on what you know i should be getting some people cuz you know this is like my outlet you know to tell to tell people about things but this is episode 87 87 almost oh we're almost going to get to 100 what are we going to do for episode 100 have to do something special. I'll try and get some guests, try and get some guests on for for the 100th episode. That'd be pretty good. Anyway, Christmas is here. It's almost here. It's what, nearly two weeks away, almost by the time this comes out. It is a nuts. It's a crazy time of the year. It's always crazy. And the lead up is always what shocks me as well, because it's like. It just goes from zero to a hundred, you know, like it's, you're in September and, you know, here it's spring and there's not much going on. And then it gets to like Halloween and then it starts. And then after Halloween, it's like Thanksgiving. And these aren't things that are really like celebrated um, in Australia, but at the same time, because of the sales, <laughs> like, you know, it's just a reason to have a sale, it's a Halloween sale, or it's a well, the the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales, they're all, like, you know, sales stuff, it, like, all, it, it kicks off, you know, it starts getting hectic so quick, and then the next thing you know, it's, like, Christmas, and I'm probably missing one in between, but it just, like, it's Melbourne Cup over here as well, like, that, that's a big event for, like, Australia, it just, it just kicks off so fast, so quick, and it's just, oh it's just nuts it's always nuts it's always a nuts time of the year and it always feels like there's never enough time to do anything (laughs) and it sucks so much (laughs) but you know it's what we do you know like I didn't really understand why why you kind of buy into like commercial holidays and stuff but now I realize it's for the kids you know, like, you do it for, you do it for the, the little ones to keep, like, you know, an idea alive, you know, you do, I, for me, it's less about, you know, I guess, guess like, diving into, like, Christmas spirit and all that jazz, it's more about just seeing, like, the, just keeping the dream alive to traditions, like, keeping, like, traditions alive, so then, when you know they're a little bit older and a little bit wiser they can like see through all the commercialized garbage (laughs) garbage and you know find their own traditions and like you know find the find the stuff that they want to bring into their family fold and whatnot and what have you you know like yeah yeah it's not so bad it's just it's it's just an oversaturation Of like Americanized culture, sometimes that's what like gets me. But in the same like line of thought, you know, we should be thankful as well for you know their (laughs) oversaturation of culture because it's like influenced so much as far as popular culture goes as well. You know, like they have such a big influence on it. The same with like the Japanese as well. Like they have such a big influence over you know Western culture for such a small for such a small demographic of the world. You know, like look how big like anime is right now. Or like the um the wafu girls and the <laughs> and the you know the cosplaying and stuff like that. Like that was more seen. Obviously like cosplaying has been around for a while and LARPing and all that stuff. But like and anime obviously has been around since the 90s and like late 80s. It's like we're not necessarily sick of like western culture because a lot of the world can't get like a lot of like asian culture is like tries to imitate western culture (laughs) and western culture tries to imitate asian culture it's this weird like reverse where they want both parties want to be a part of the same cultural experience like you know there's a lot of like um there's a lot of people into like samurai culture and the like bushido code and stuff like that but like a lot of fighters and stuff who aren't you know japanese (laughs) they're you know norwegian or or whatever but because they you know see like the way the samurai or the 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 um you know the kind of honor in like having those morals they can relate to it and think oh you know, maybe I can shape my, create my code from that code, you know, which is pretty admirable and, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy how much like we borrow, you know, ideas from different cultures and stuff like that. And like, there's still so much indifference in the world. <laughs> like I just, it, it, it's honestly crazy to me how like, we still don't get along sometimes, <laughs> like, there's still people that just don't get along, yeah, it's nuts, it's honestly nuts, and it all boils down to, no, it doesn't all boil down to something, I'm sure there's, like, longer problems and, and whatnot and what have you, but it'll, you know, it, it it just becomes this big indifference. Anyway, to less serious things, has anyone seen that new show Wednesday? On Netflix. If you're into the Adams family, it's a good depiction of them. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Um we watched it as a family uh last week. And it was just oh it was really good. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Jenny Ortega who plays Wednesday just does such a good job without spoiling anything. The you've probably seen it all over the tiki tocky and the YouTube and Instagram reels of like her dancing. There's a couple of interviews that have come out where like she choreographed that herself, which I just find that that's so cool because like you can see the dance is like somewhat awkward in itself (laughs) and you can see that, well, I'm not a dance choreographer or a dancer for that matter, but um, yeah, she just does a really good job. It's just really nice to see that it wasn't this overly saturated kind of poppy thing you know, like it was, yeah, it was done pretty well. Uh, Tim Burton always does a really good job, even with like things like animated stuff. He does really well, live action stuff. He does really well. Like, yeah, it, he's just such a, he's just got such an interesting way of your, of course it's like Gothic and stuff, but he's just got such an interesting way of looking at kind of, kind of like his camera angles are a bit funky and they're not necessarily... It always looks like... Sometimes it looks like you're looking down at a at a character and not, like, looking... It's not a direct shot. It's, like, from a height, if that makes sense, you know? And it just creates this, like, dark uh, density. I'm sure there's a more, like... <laughs> Um, I'm sure there's a better word to like describe it, but yeah, it's, yeah, he's just really good. Tim Burton's really good. And Catherine Zeta-Jones' Morticia is awesome as well. And there's like the girl from Game of Thrones, Gwendolyn someone who's like the, she's like Bria of Taratha or something in Game of Thrones. And she does a really, really good job. There's, uh, all the performances are really good. There wasn't, there wasn't one point where I was like, oh, this is a bit. maybe like Fred Armisen's fester was a little bit strange just because of like Fred Armisen is such a weirdo (laughs) and he like fits the role perfect but it was just so strange seeing him with no hair I guess that was (laughs) that's what was really (laughs) like strange for me to see Fred Armisen who you usually see with glasses or in drag (laughs) with hair Yeah, it was just so strange to see him without glasses and, like, heavy makeup and, like, a a kind of that um, Undertaker hat. (laughs) Yeah, it was was very weird to see. But it was cool. He did such a good job as Uncle Fester as well. I think the craziest thing was probably, mm, I don't know, it was all a bit nuts, really. I mean, let's be honest. It's the Adams family. Like, what type of storyline in the Adams family is going to be not nuts, really? <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's it's beautifully dark, and for people that kind of grew up in the early, like, if you were born in the '90s and you kind of came through that weird new metal, goth slash emo kind of era of music then you kind of, it, like, it really resonates, like, because that's, that's, like, the content we wanted at that time, but there wasn't much, it was just, like, Helen Bottom Carter in, like, every Tim Burton movie. Actually, I was very surprised, I was very surprised I didn't see Helen Bottom Carter in this, and um I actually thought I was going to see Christopher Lloyd as, um, Uncle Fester and not Fred Armson, but I'm happy they went with Fred Armson because obviously Christopher Lloyd's like a, a little bit older and the job's probably a little bit demanding in that. But, you know, still it would have been nice to see just a a, fla- a flash of him. But, you know, I did maybe he was maybe he's got like a cameo in there I didn't even pick up on a eh? I mean you never know. Same with like Helen Bonacarta. like she's probably in the next season. <laughs> I would say. She always kind of like pops into things. That Tim Burton's got his hands on. It was really... I'd love to see the statistic of how many times Helen Bonham Carter... And are they married, actually? Maybe they're married. Hmm. I feel like that's a thing. Maybe they're married and that's why. It's like a... um. Well, not, it's not like that because... Because <laughs> Robert De Niro and Leonardo DiCaprio aren't married to... Martin Scorsese, but maybe it's um, I guess they just creatively, you know, get together and work. I think they're married, eh? I think that's a thing. But it was really good seeing uh Christina Ricci come back, uh, into another role because she was like the Wednesday from the nineteen ninety two film, I think, where she was Wednesday, and she was like quite um deadpan as well, which made it yeah, which made it really good yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. It, you know, I recommend it. Go check it out. If you're looking for something different to watch, Um, yeah, check it out. It's good. The dance, just for the dance, really. Like, not even. Like, everything else is really cool. There's some really cool moments in it. They did a really good job of reanimating Thing and, like, making Thing a cool character as well and making him really vain, which he was. Back in the original uh, TV series and movie, Thing was, like, seen as you know quite a vain character so you can only imagine like the person i like to think like thing was the the guy the the painting the living painting guy what's his name dorian gray i like to think that that was thing you know like he was this really vain like rich guy and <laughs> and like the story goes um he uh I can't really remember the story. My friend knows the story really well. Um, Anyway, so he's like, his age is like stored in this picture. And if he ever sees the picture, then it gets transferred into him. They kind of swap spots. So like his um his his age gets stored into this picture kind of thing. It's like a curse or, or something like that. Yeah, uh, Dorian Gray, I'm pretty sure the guy's name is. Anyway. That That's what I imagine the thing to be. Just this really vain kind of dude. Yeah, it's crazy because, like, the whole Adam's family kind of vibe is kind of set around how it's the opposite of American uh, life, I suppose. So, like, Gomez, the husband, is, like, really loving towards Morticia and they're really open in front of their kids about their kind of, I guess not necessarily sexuality but the the romance side of things you know they they openly like kiss and hug and show affection in front of the kids where like when the adams family came out like all those years ago that was like the opposite you know like showing affection towards your wife was like this weird sign of like weakness or something like that you know because every man was like gary cooper you know like they're all just a strong silent type but like in this he's like you know flamboyant he's like over the top like loves his wife loves his kids you know do anything for anything you know yeah it's really cool it's really cool yeah it's so like I said you know it's just such, such a strange um, parallel I mean that's what you want from a relationship really isn't it you want to be able to be comfortable you don't want it to be like this boring weird placid thing like you know you want like excitement around the the corner or whatever you know yeah it'd be crazy it'd be crazy you know if like anything ever happened to you know my current situation or whatever I I wouldn't want her to be unhappy and I don't think she'd want me to be unhappy as well like if we both found that you know there was no I guess love there like I think we'd you know obviously work on it but if we if we couldn't then Yeah. Well, you know, like, I think that's the adult thing to do. I think a lot of people, not that I'm like a relationship counselor or whatever, (laughs) but I think a lot of people kind of stay in a relationship because it's like stability, but you know, like you only get kind of one shot. And if you're, if you're unhappy with something, then, you know, you need to change it and, and, and mix it up. It's like a job as well. You know, like if you're, you do, or last thing you want is your relationship to feel like a job as well. Like you, you know, you want it to be like fun and I don't know everything you always want (laughs) I guess everything you see in in the in the movies or or whatever you know everyone's got their idea of like a happy relationship as well you know you just got to make sure it lines up with your partners I suppose but you know not that I'm like a relationship counselor or or whatever like I have no credentials in this all I I have is like you know I've been with my partner for years now you know and and you know we're pretty happy you know we have stress like every other person but yeah we're pretty good i think yeah well i mean you know unless we have like a really awkward conversation tonight <laughs> about how she's not <laughs> but you know yeah every, everything happens for a reason and you know if if something were to change i don't think i'd ever hold a grudge against her or and i and i really hope that she wouldn't hold a grudge against me if you know my my, my circumstance changed or whatever so yeah, I think that's a real, like, gift in a relationship is just understanding, you know, and like, and and compromise as well, you know. Like, it's it's less about you know being like sexual or or being intimate or or whatever. It's just making like the sacrifices for your partner and just being available for them as well, you know. Like both both ways, you know. It's um, yeah. Uh, oh well that's my secret I guess (laughs) it's just you know I always try I always try sometimes I fail and I fail horribly but I I always try I always try to do it and she she puts up with a lot of shit for me so excuse my language she puts up with a lot of stuff for me so yeah yeah anyway on to like happier things go check out the Wednesday Adam's Netflix show like it's really good it's really good. If you're into the Adams family, you're into like some weird stuff and some kooky stuff. Like, go check it out. If you're a big Tim Burton fan as well, I know a lot of people like really dig his stuff. Like, you you'll be really into it. Eh? yeah, I was. I wasn't surprised that I liked it. I just was. I just didn't know, I guess. And I guess you got to go into every film or game with an open mind. But yeah, mm. that's all you can do, I guess. So you can hear the music playing and you know what time it is. It's time to wrap it up. Time to wrap it up. Time to do the plugs bit. So go to the Instagram, My Mind Podcast, which is M Y Spelt, M Y M N D P D C S T, and that's My Mind Podcast with No Vows. That's how you find me, follow the story, post daily, and all that stuff. You can also go to the YouTube page, which is the same um Monica, which is uh my Mind Podcast, M Y M N D P D C S T, M Y M N D, P D C S T. My Mind Podcast with no Bows. Twitter, I don't do anything on Twitter, so you know, don't bother. <laughs> Twitter's a war zone at the minute, man. Hey, I don't want a bar of it. <laughs> yeah, everyone's talking about everything, so. Connect with me here on my Instagram or, or my YouTube. You can go to Facebook as well, which is my mind with Stefan Taylor in the Facebook group, which is my mind with. Uh, you can go check out the Patreon page. Uh, giving away t-shirts for the next couple of people that sign up. Go check out the full season of the My Katie Family Values. The book should be coming out. Uh, look, I'm aiming for Christmas. It's been pushed back and pushed back. I'm just trying to find a uh, someone who could uh, proofread it for me because, you know, I'm a... I'm I'm a, you know, I don't have time to proofread it myself. I think it's biased as well. It's biased as well if I proofread it. Sorry, yawns are just a part of my life. Yeah, so, you know, I want an unbiased opinion where I can hopefully correct the story. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Like, that's what's annoying. (laughs) So hopefully I can trim the fat a little bit. Yeah, see how we go um yeah you know go check out that that's uh, i'll put the links in the description and all that good stuff and thank thanks to everyone who's listened hopefully there's like some new listeners out there that are really digging it we'll have like new I've got a couple of things lined up for next year so hopefully that's going to be really exciting and yeah it should be really good it should be really good so I thank you for listening and we'll we'll talk soon and you know if I'm going to try and get another one out before Christmas so yeah we'll see how we go so thanks for listening again and I'll catch you next time